And we should be live. Yep, there we are. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. We did it. Yep. We're podcasting now. Hey, how excited are you for Batman v Superman with those reviews coming out? <laughs> All those glowing reviews. I expected not great reviews, but when like the cool. first batch came in at like we 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, that, that even surprised me. At nine percent, when the when they first hit, that's how bad they were. They've they went up to forty one, and they're back down to thirty one at the moment, I believe. Yay! Yeah, I still kind of want to see it. Oh no, you no. I think that's the thing is this movie's clearly going to be awful, but we're all going to see it, right? Like it's Batman versus Superman. How are you not going to see it? I mean, if you don't like Batman or Superman, you might not watch it. I get, I know, but like I'm, I'm on a video game podcast to talk. And if you're listening to this, of course, you're going to see Batman v Superman. I, someone might not. I, I can. A lot of people here probably won't see it. Well, I think the majority will. Yeah, I, have, okay. I have a strong feeling about that. I'm, I mean, I get how did you like Man of Steel? I liked it, actually. I wasn't really into Man of Steel. It was okay at best, in my opinion. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Okay. I've only seen it once. I wanted to watch it again before Batman v Superman. I'm not sure if that's going to be the case, since mm. I'll probably be seeing the new one this weekend. I think that's a problem I've had with a lot of these movies, like even like the Marvel ones, is that I've liked them, but I haven't liked them enough to watch them a second time. I mean, yeah. Well, I think Iron, Iron Man 1 and Avengers 1 are like the only exceptions. No, nah, I'm definitely more into the Marvel ones than you in that case. Because mm. I like the Captain America ones quite a bit. Oh, I mean, I like the movies. I just don't want to go out of my way to watch them a second time, except for those two. Right, yeah. Whereas, like, I have gone out of my way to watch the Captain America ones, like, mm. two or three times now. Um, but maybe that's, like, that's it. Because I've only seen Ant-Man once. The Iron Mans, except for, like, one, I've only really seen once. Thor, yeah, I've only seen those ones once. I like The Incredible Hulk uh, more than your average person. That was a good one. I like that one. With with Edward Norton, I, I enjoyed that one. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I saw twice in theaters, I believe. That was uh, another really good one, too. Yeah, that one was great. And then I know it doesn't count, but I have seen Deadpool three times in theaters now. Because uh, that one's fantastic. But um, That is crazy for you. It is. That's the record. I, two is a is a pretty is a common thing, but three I've never done that before. So there we go. Um, but yeah, no. Back to Man of Steel and and just Zack Snyder in general. I don't think I really like any of his movies. I like Watchmen. Much. Again, that it's like okay at best for me. Like I feel the same about it as Man of Steel. Mm. Like pro- my favorite Zack Snyder movie is probably Three Hundred, and that's. Like, that's not a deep movie in any way. That's just, do you want to see, like, some slow-mo fighting? Um, yeah. I I usually see a Zack Snyder movie as a spectacle. Well, and that's the thing. Like, he makes a really good trailer. Like, he's really good at selling his movie. Really? Because I haven't liked any of the trailers for Batman versus Superman. Except for, like, the more recent one where it's just uh, Ben Affleck being Bruce Wayne. No, I've, I've been into these trailers, and I remember when the Man of Steel had a trailer um, that I was super into, and I was real excited for Man of Steel. Like the Hope trailer? Well, it was one that just made him seem, like, really contemplative and, like, and like low-key, 
And then that movie was the complete opposite. And it was just an hour of him punching a guy through a building. Uh, and there was like no humanity to him, which, which is like my problem. But the trailer made it seem like, oh, this is going to be like kind of like thought provoking Superman. And it wasn't because mm-hmm. um, that. Yeah. And like Sucker Punch, that movie's garbage. But that trailer looked bananas. Um, and, you know, everyone loves the Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. Wait, what? That was another movie he did. It was an he did that? One. Really? He w- well, he was the director of it, I guess. Um, I don't really know how much how much of a role he would have, considering there was most likely an animation director at that studio as well. But uh, his name is on that as director. Oh, okay. Uh, that movie's not great either. But if you want to see owls wearing helmets and fighting each other... Do I? While the forest is on fire, you can, you can check out the Owls of Gahul. I mean, you've sold me. I'm there. Um, I'm already there. Anyways, yeah, I'll probably see that movie this weekend. Um, I'll probably pass for opening weekend. I'll probably see it next week. Yeah, yeah. But we can get real excited because uh, Civil War is like a week or two after that. So, Oh, God, it's uh, that soon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the very beginning of... It's, oh, maybe it's the end of April. It actually might be the very beginning of May. It's I think it is the very beginning of May. I'm pretty sure it's right, the beginning of we May. Looked, we looked this up. Like I swear yeah. we talked about this last This time. is not the first time we've talked about this. But, um, you know, we can just focus on that. Because um, this movie is clearly just a total bummer. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Paul's not here this week. Uh, he's stuck in traffic because apparently it's a snowstorm up in Calgary. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a rainy, gross day basically right now. Right. My part of, my part of town was rain. I think uh, his part of town is snow. My part of town was sunshine and shorts weather. I was so in I was in a hailstorm earlier today as well. So it's really just a roulette in Calgary right now. It's lucky, lucky you. Yeah, uh, Paul will most likely be joining us at some point this episode though. Uh, that was his plan at, uh, as he texted us. So we'll see if that happens. Um, but anyway, this is a podcast about video games called The Top Down Perspective. Uh, Sean Booker and John Wheeler are here. Yo. And it's uh, March 24th. Um, what have you been playing? Uh, not much. Uh, I got in contact with this company at MAGFest that makes these reproduction cartridges of games. So, like, okay. they'll release, like, unreleased games. They'll release uh, games that were only in Japan, but with English, like, translations and stuff like that. And we partnered up, and they sent me two games, so I just played through those. So I played a uh, platforming game called King of Demons. I streamed it the other night. And was this an unreleased or a Japanese one? Japanese. So there's no translation or anything? No, it's, or it's there... translated. The The version I have is translated. So are these basically just, like like emulations and like fan translations online that they're just putting onto a cart yeah okay all right so yeah runs great my super nintendo uh we beat the game it was fun it's like a platforming game where your daughter was sacrificed to give the king of demons like new life okay so it's like mario yeah exactly yeah so you start the game by getting killed and then your dead wife uh contacts you from beyond the grave and brings you back to life and gives you superpowers I mean, this is like cut and paste super mario bros i know 3, so. exactly yeah i'm that's i remember that start and i was like whoa tanuki tail <laughs> no it's a fun it's a fun like platformy contra ish game i had a good time with it all right uh and then i 
They also sent me Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon, another story. This sounds great. Uh, It is a Sailor Moon RPG where you play as, like, all of the Sailor Scouts. Uh, like, like you don't play as like Sailor Moon with the, the, your crew being the Sailor oh. Scouts, or do you like rotate? No, you you like have a party of five, and then okay. you've got like nine characters to choose from. Oh, okay. So Sailor Moon doesn't have to be in your party. No, uh, okay. I'm not sure on that, but well, I'm wondering like, is it where like you know Cloud has to be in the party? I I don't know because so f- like so far in the game I'm at a point where she's all no I know for a fact that you don't always have to have her there because eventually there's parts of the story where she's not there. Okay, all right. Because the characters like all split up and go into like different locations. So you're not like inhabiting one of the Sailor Scouts specifically. No. Uh, so okay. far I've been controlling Sailor Moon, but I know later on it changes. All right. Okay. It is an RP. Imagine an RPG where every fight. You, you're all your magic points are recharged. That sounds easy. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do they have the transforming animations on no. the screen? No. Okay. They literally like say whatever magic words they need to say, and then they spin around, and suddenly they are Sailor Scouts. Does she shoot her tiara? Yes. All right. Um, is the cat there? Yes. Is Tuxedo Mask there? I don't know what version he is in this one because, like, I used to watch Sailor Moon as a kid, and like yeah, so he, he went through like three or four different versions. Didn't he turn into like a white uh, person at one point? Like he lost his memory. <laughs> a white person? Well, I mean, because he wore all black, right? He the Tuxedo. Y- do you mean uh, what the fuck was his name? Moonlight Knight, I think, was what they called the character. He looked like honestly, he looked I like a Persian warrior. He he yeah, looked like a Persian a, warrior. He looked like you know, like Arabian or something. Yeah. Um, and it, and I thought it was because he like lost his memory, and I don't remember how he got it back or like how it even happened. I just remember at one point he turned into he had a, all white clothes as opposed to the tuxedo at one point. And you're saying maybe he's that version? I don't know. It could be... I think they made, like, another one or two after that, so who knows. Okay. But no, um, it's a fun, goofy little RPG. If you're into Sailor Moon, it's good. And that's all I really played. Does this company, like, sell these? Yeah. Uh, You can go to cartridgearcade.com is their website. And they actually gave me a discount code to give to people. So if you type in Proton John Ten, you get ten percent off. Like all one word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I'm just kind of curious about this deal, and I don't know how much you can even talk about it. Like, were they just like, "Hey, plug us," or was it in order when we'll give you stuff, or how did that? They were just happen? like, "Hey, plug us. We're gonna send you these two games for free, and like, if anything comes out of it, then maybe we'll send you more." That that's cool. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna Here. buy stuff from them anyways because. Do you have, like, your eyes set on some specific things? I have to look through and see what they have, because I already bought, like, a dozen games off them at MAGFest. Okay, what did you pick up already, if you can mention them? Uh, Retro Game Challenge 2, which is the sequel to Retro Game Challenge. It's based off of Game Center CX, that Japanese show. I don't... The one about about the Japanese comedian who is locked in a room and has to beat a game every week? I've never heard of this. You've never seen Game Center CX? I've, n- I've n- this is the first I've heard of this, dude. You might you might actually like that. It's like I'm sure I would like Japanese game shows are actually the best game shows. I wouldn't really call it a game show. Like it's a literally like a show about video games. 
Okay. Like I mean, he, he's just a comedian and he's just he's not very good at video games, so he has to try to get through like some of the hardest games that ever came out, like Battletoads, a bunch of Japanese ones like Takeshi's Challenge, Mario Brothers Lost Levels, Mega Man, all this other stuff. Where where are you watching these? Um there is a subtitle group from something awful that usually covers them, so that's where I've watched a bunch of them. Okay. All right. Are they like on YouTube? Yeah. And then okay. you can download them as well. They're really enjoyable. All right. That sounds cool. Yeah, no, I, I recommend watching that show. Uh, and Did then you ever watch, there, there was a, um, a reality TV series. Oh, man, this would have been about six years ago or something. Um, it was when Wipeout first started. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a game show, they had a reality show that happened, would air right after Wipeout called uh, I Survived a Japanese Game Show. Oh, yeah. And the contestants would go on this game show called Majide. And that just looked insane. Is that the one with um, Human Tetris? Um, no, no, d- didn't have Human Tetris. It, they were like these weird obstacle courses they would set up. Um, and like uh, they were kind of like relay races. You like your team would do different sections. But it was basically they had like 10 people from America go and live in this state in Japan. And it was, you know, half of it was kind of like, hey, this week we're going to do this Japanese um, uh, like cultural you know, thing, whereas there, it could be like making sushi or something or blah, 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 whatever. And then the other half would be like, all right, now whoever did the worst on the thing has to compete in, in Majide and it just looked nuts. And I was like, man, I really want to go to a get Japanese game show because they just seem crazy and they're always the best. They definitely seem a lot more interesting than American ones. Yeah. Most extreme elimination challenge. That was, that, that was Takeshi's castle. Oh, you're right. Now you're yes, you are correct. Now that I remember, or is it? Yeah, it's castle. I thought it was challenge for a second, but it's castle. It is castle. You're right. This is great. Okay. Yeah, someone in the chat's even saying that exact thing. Okay, cool. All right, well, that's it for this week. We we got to do our weekly check in with um, uh, what was it called last time? Heroes Unite. Uh, no, it was. I think it switched to Fantasy Monster. That's new. What was it last week? Oh my god, I've lost track. Uh, something you Mega Monster. Oh. Mega Monster. No way, that is also new. I could have sworn it was something Unite. Uh, Elves Union. Yeah, uh, after that it turned into something else after that. Mega Monster, then it became Fantasy Monster, and um, now they're in a weird spot. Let me see if I can find it here now. They're in a weird spot where supposedly now there's two versions of the game. The w- one I'm playing, which is Fantasy Monster, and there's another one called... Oh my god, I don't even know if I can even find it anymore. No, I can't, there's no notice about what the game is called anymore. Shit. And so it's just Fantasy Monster? There's only one? No, because there's a second one, and I don't remember what the hell it's called. Someone in the chat li- literally just said, it's Magic Elves for me. I That's the one. That's the new name. Magic Elves. <laughs> I thought maybe he was, one, being facetious, just <laughs> or two, it actually did have another name, and there's like... So is there like weird version control going on, where it's like the real players, you know, they play on this one. No, it's because they keep having to release new versions to get away from copyright issues or whatever's going on. And so if like, you wanted like the most pure, pure version of this, should you have downloaded it back when it was um, Super Evolution or whatever? No, because what happens is they when they change it, those don't really work anymore. Except no, no, this, no, wait. But then take your phone offline. No, because it's an online game. Okay, so you can't play it offline at all? It has to be connected to the internet? Yeah. Okay. That's a bummer. But um, 
Okay, so there's two versions now, and yeah. just for the record, it's Magic Elves. Magic Elves. I think the other version, the version I'm playing right now, is not available in the store anymore. I think Magic Elves is the only one that's available in the store. So yours is going to update soon, is what you're saying? Supposedly, uh, this one's fine. Supposedly, this one's not an issue. Okay. Yeah. That's so weird. Everything um, works fine in Fantasy Monster, but there's also Elves Union. Magic Elves, you mean? Or, sorry, yeah, Magic Elves. Elves Union was right. the previous one. It was one of the previous ones. I wonder um, why they went back to Elves. Didn't stick with the monster thing. Don't know. Maybe there's the monster a, was too there, close. There's a, there's a wonderful article that will, should be written about this company when this is all said and done. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious how many versions there are going to be at the end of the day. I'm curious the reasons why they came up with these things. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that day. Um, okay, that was it, right? Yep. Okay, uh, I've been playing uh, two new games. Uh, the first one is Pokémon Tournament. Okay. I've only put about an hour into this because I've been playing a lot more of the second game, but we'll get into that later. Um, I'm surprised you're not playing Pokémon Tournament. Uh, did you pick it up? Yeah. Now, the reason I haven't played it is because I've been doing a, a PokerStars promotion on my Twitch for, like, the past two weeks. Okay. So there's my copy of Pokémon. Did you get a did you get a dark Mewtwo yeah. card? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, what is, what does is that actually first, even do? I forget. I was going to ask you that because I was like, this I, is my first Amiibo card. Are, are they just Amiibos that are cheaper to print? Yes. Great. Okay. I believe they work and unlock as a either a costume for Shadow Mewtwo or you can play a Shadow Mewtwo. It's one of the two. Oh, it's not dark Mewtwo. It's Shadow Mewtwo. Uh, you might be right. Hang on. No, it is called Shadow Mewtwo. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Don't don't take my word for it. I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. So like I said, I've only played about an hour. Um, it's real easy, but I'm mm. only an hour into it. Uh, I'm playing it as uh, Blaziken as my main one, um, which my girlfriend did not approve of. <laughs> she was like, "Play as anything other than that," and I was like, "I you don't want me to be this cool like fire chicken?" <laughs> um, she really wanted. Uh, is it Has that hair? I, I've like just started calling dark. him Suitcase because I'm so sick of trying to say his real name. But I believe it's, sure. I believe it's Suicune um, or Suicane. Um, there's a, yeah, so there's a bunch of different Pokemon. You can play as Gengar. You can play as a Machamp, who he seems pretty funny because he flexes a lot. Yeah. There's two different Pikachus. I thought that was a little silly. That is pretty silly. Chandelure is in there, which I was like, would you prefer me to play as this chandelier Pokemon? <laughs> and she was like, that thing sucks. And I was like, you're right. Um, oh, Sean, you said the name right, apparently. Suicune? All right. Sweet corn. That's what I'm seeing. Oh, I seriously, I'm just going to keep calling it suitcase. I don't care. Uh, Lucario was in it. And Lucario was like my second choice because he's a cool guy. Um, but I like Blaziken. I uh, I took Torchic when... Uh, the third generation first came out. So, um, yeah, it's pretty, um, it's, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of spectacle to that game. There's a lot of things like blowing up and shooting all over the place, which is definitely cool. You, you, so you're a trainer and you have like a backup trainer who's like giving you help. Kind of like, I guess like your, I don't know. You're like a partner, coach, like a coach kind of, you know, boxing like a coach. Okay. But which you would think is the trainer, but it's like a coach for the coach. And it's just kind of helping you out like, hey, don't forget to use a partner Pokemon. Don't forget to use your whatever the attack is when you press both the triggers in. Burst. And your, 
Is it burst? I don't know. I've watched some footage of it. Okay, maybe it's burst. Again, I've I've I haven't played it since the weekend. Um she never shuts up. You like, can turn oh her off. God. You I can did. turn her off. Okay. I, I totally did. Like you can go into the options, you can turn her off, and I did that because wow, she never turns off. Also, it costs like three hundred thousand dollars to get a haircut in that game. Which yeah, I don't even have enough money. That, for that that's just the Tekken side of things. Because in I play Tekken five a lot, and that was literally like if you want a guitar, it's fifty thousand dollars. If you want dreadlocks for your character, it's ten million dollars. Yeah, it it definitely costs like a lot. So, uh, but I did unlock like a pink cheetah print uh, shirt. So my guy's wearing that. Nice. Um, and I had enough money for a scarf. Is that so, is uh, that for your Pokemon or for your trainer? For my trainer, which the trainers don't even show up like behind the Pokemon. There's literally like it almost looks like an augmented reality. Like if if you were wearing the goggles, but it's just like a screen behind the Pokemon with your face on it. Well, the anime trainer face on. Yeah. Um, You can uh, throw little taglines under your name when uh, you first start a match and like your Pokemon come up and it says, you know, Sean and it says Blaziken level whatever my current fight level is. And then you can have a little tagline. You can have some real cool stuff like don't go too hard on me. And there's some real choice bad ones. I can't remember what my current one is, but I made myself sound like a total loser, which was nice. It's like, yeah. not again. Yeah, something like that. Or, But, I mean, I really wish I could look it up. I'll try and get it for next time. Other than that, though, it plays super easily, and I haven't even come close to dying. I think the most is I've lost a tenth of my health at one point, in, and I've probably done about uh, 15 matches, which would have been like 30 fights. So I think, yeah, a tenth of my health is about the most I've been damaged. I, I assume um, that's local and not online. This is all local, yeah. I was just yeah. going through the main single player in the beginning. Again, I've only played an hour, so I'm hoping, and I'm sure it will get much harder. But I'm having fun with it, and, and it, it seems totally fine. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I will probably try it out. I've already got it open, just waiting to go. It's it's not... So you've seen footage of it, so... Yeah. What I didn't know is it's not totally, like, side-scrolling, like, 2D... Uh, like a 2d plane street fighter style there's like a it's like a third person action game but it goes back and forth which is the craziest thing so first off you'll start off in kind of like an arena like it's third person action game you can run in all four directions right you can Mm -hmm. run around you can jump and then if you if you hit the other pokemon hard enough you cause a phase shift which the camera changes and now it's side scrolling until you hit them hard enough again and apparently in the, um, I think one of them is like the fight phase, which is the 2D one. And then I forget what the other phase is called. Uh, I'll just call it like arena phase for the sake of it. I think in fight phase, you're able to do more damage or the combos change. And it's supposed to be like, you know, give it your all during this one to rack up some serious damage. But yeah, then it switches back. And it's just super odd. And I kind of really wish it was just 2D. Mm. Or at least 2D with like being able to jump forwards and back like Soul Calibur. That would have been my ideal is like Soul Calibur, I think. Um, but maybe that's just because I play a lot of Soul Calibur in a while. People are saying it's field phase and dual phase, which okay. sounds right. So, but yeah, other than that, it's 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 odd. It's a really odd mashup. Um, not so I've, quite I've been sure hearing people say both. it's more like Smash Brothers than it is Tekken. Would you agree or disagree? Or can you not, not make that comparison? Well. I mean, 
not in the fighting, maybe in like the it's like a real simple fighting game. Mm. But in terms of what you're looking at, no, it's it's because Smash Bros. is only 2D. Yeah. And it's like a almost it's almost like a platform. I, I meant more in the gameplay than in like the there was like a 3D fighter. Yeah, or 2D like fighter. it's it's pretty simplified. If you hit like like there's clearly like a smash kind of button. Like this is going to be your strong attack, and if you hold a direction in that, you'll do something cool enough. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a pretty simple fighting game, which is maybe why I'm doing okay with it. Um, but again, maybe it gets more complex. I'm I'm not quite sure. I've only played about an hour, but I'm liking it, and I'm I'm looking forward to playing more. Uh, the reason I've only played a little bit of it is because after finishing my review of Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, which is, that game is fantastic, um, I've been playing Quantum Break. Ooh. And uh, at this point, and I'm going to review, I'm reviewing it, uh, so that's why I have it at early. Uh, I can't, I think the only thing I can't say is my final thoughts. So, um, but I'm not finished it yet, so I can't really do that anyway. Uh, at the moment, though, uh, I'm enjoying this game quite a bit. Okay, that's um, good to hear. Yeah. Um, are you, I don't know, how into Alan Wake were you? Um, eh, I liked Alan Wake, but I believe I only beat the first two chapters. Okay, what wasn't, what wasn't doing it for you in Alan Wake, if you remember? Um, I think I literally just started, another game came out while I was playing it, and that's all that happened. Okay, so nothing like you're not opposed to Alan Wake in any way. No, I I just like it took me a while to get to the first chapter because I was taking my time trying to find secrets and stuff like that. Right. So this one has a lot of secrets again. There's a lot of things to find, um, and I'm I'm searching for all of them, but I'm a lot of them are um, like additional things to read, like emails and stuff. And I'm not reading them; I'm just collecting them mm. just for the sake of it. But there's some real cool aspects of things you can find, which I'll get into a little bit later. <clears throat> First off, just side note, there's a lot of Alan Wake Easter eggs in this, which I love, which is just great. Like, you'll come across Alan Wake books because, you know, he's a writer. So Alan Wake takes place in this universe, by the way. Cool. They are in the same universe. Your your character, Jack Did, Joyce, will mention, oh, Alan Wake, man, I love that writer. I've read, like, all of his books. Didn't Max Payne also take place in the Alan Wake universe? Isn't there um, reference to Max Payne in Alan Wake? I think he shows up on, like, TV or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so that's great. Yeah. Remedy Entertainment, all their games, I guess they're connected, which is great. This game's a lot faster than Alan Wake, which makes sense because Ooh, Alan okay. Wake was like an asthmatic writer running through the woods slowly. <laughs> this one, you're a time wizard, basically. So the game starts off. You're Jack Joyce played by Sean Ashmore, Sean Ashmore, uh, from, you know, dude, where's my car fame? What? Right. Wasn't he in Dude, You're thinking Sean Astin, I think. You could Sh- you're thinking was- Sean William Scott. You could, all right, Sean William Scott. That's Sean Ashmore was Iceman in the X-Men movies, and he right. was one of the kids from Animorphs. Are you serious? I did not know that one. I think he was Jake, the main kid from the show. I don't believe you. I'm going to look that up, because that's the reason I know his name to begin with. Okay. I mean, maybe, because I don't remember anything about that show. Um, I did read a lot of those books, uh, but anyway, so you play Jack Joyce, you're coming to visit an old friend who I can't remember who he's played by. It might be the Game of Thrones dude. It actually probably is the Game of Thrones dude. He was Jake in Animorphs. Crazy. I remember, I don't remember anything about the show. I've heard a lot of people saying that show is garbage. It kind of was. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, you're coming to see an old colleague who used to work with your brother, played by um, Dominic Monaghan of Lost and Lord of the Rings fame. And also that dude from The Wire, the tall black guy, is in this. There's a lot of like actual actors in this. Mm. And again, I'll explain why that relates into anyways, uh, into the game later. Anyway, so you're coming to meet an old friend at a university once something goes crazy and you get time powers. You can do stuff like everything is like time dodge, time stop, time warp. But you can pre- you pressing the B button will make like a time shield for you, which bullets that get shot at you will like stop right in, in front of you and you can kind of like escape or stop taking damage for a bit. You can send out like a time bubble on a guy which will stop him. You can then shoot into the time bubble. The time bubble will kind of turn orange and then it'll basically like explode and all the bullets will hit the guy at once. Cool. I, uh, time dodging. Yeah, you basically like leap. You, it's basically like a quick dash. And then if you hold down the left trigger after doing it, time will slow down. So you can kind of like dash right beside a guy, slow down time, and then take him out, which I do constantly. It's one of my so This sounds like a proper mix of bullet time and like Neo from the Matrix. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I can see that. Um, or, you know, yeah, because like I said, you know, max pain if you had more time powers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else can you do? You have like a some kind of time blast where you like power up something in your arm and then you'll like release like an explosion, whatever you're pointing at. And if enemies die that way, they'll just like stay frozen in time, which is another cool thing. There's so much cool visual tricks happening throughout this whole game. Almost, I would say at least half the time when you kill an enemy, once they've like died and begin ragdolling, they'll immediately freeze in like their flying back motion because time is like stopping and starting and they'll just like stay suspended in the air and stuff like that. There's, there was a whole cool set piece in act two where like a shipping yard and like a giant, like um, transport ship gets like knocked down, but then time freezes as the whole thing is collapsing and you're walking your way through this maze, like collapsing building and time is constantly kind of going forwards and backwards so you'll be like walking and then all of a sudden things will collapse and you're just like, oh, wow, glad I wasn't a little ahead. And then you'll keep walking and then it'll like completely like rewind a whole section. There'll be like constant explosions that you're walking through or people will shoot at you and then time will stop because the whole thing is time is broken. So mm. these will come out of nowhere. Someone could be shooting at you. Time will stop. And then super hot like you're walking around the bullet trails as you're walking to the next area and stuff like that. Cool. So the visual stuff is is super cool. Like. If I was to say like Alan Wake knocked it out of the park with its lighting in the forest, this is knocking it out of its park with just like the cool time manipulation and weird motion graphics effects of people looking like they're like jittering the whole time because time is broken and stopping and whatnot. People are asking me to how close is this is like stuff in the Matrix and super hot. It's it's a lot of it is kind of similar, um, but you're not directly controlling like the flow of time. You're not like walking to, you know, super hot style. You're not walking to make things go. It's just things will kind of pop up because, you know, there's fractures. Time has been broken. Time is coming to an end is the is the big thing. And then the other part, which is like the craziest part, is there's literally like 22 minute long live action episodes that will play. So you'll finish an act. Let's just say act one. You finish act one, which is like two or three chapters. 
you know, uh, so you'll you, you for each act. So you'll finish that, and then in the final chapter, you'll play as the antagonist, and Wait. it's just like a yeah, it's just like a complete narrative section. But the antagonist has to make a like a, a serious choice, and you'll get two options. And it'll be like, for example, and I'm gonna uh, I'll spoil a little bit of the very first act. Okay, you capture one of the people who was protesting the the time experiments at the university mm-hmm. and you need to decide am i going to kill her to show like we're putting our foot down about these protests which will turn the population against you or do you create a pr campaign you know you don't kill her but you force her to blame it all on jack joyce um but doing that she lives and she steals some of your data and gives it to jack and you know what's going to happen. Like you get to watch both of them play out before you make your decision, and then you have to decide. Interesting. And they do that. And they do that after every act. After every act, and then immediately following that, the game you know fades to black and then fades on. A twenty-two minute long episode of the Quantum Break TV show, which is a different set of characters that slowly come in and out of this story. They're they're you know they connect more and more as the game goes on, and you're seeing what they're her story is going about and what they're trying to accomplish while time is breaking. And you're watching like a literal episode of TV. So the protagonist and the antagonist of the game are not in the show that happens between acts. They are, but only like briefly. And they're starting to show up more and more. Cause like I said, those two plot lines are starting to connect more and more, but at the beginning, they're only briefly in those things. Do your choice, do your choices affect the show or is it all locked in? No, they affect the show so much. They what? They they they've, they filmed several different episodes, and here's where it gets crazier. So I mentioned there's some really cool collectibles you can find. One collectible I found was just a it was like a football cutout cutout basically, and Jack was just like, oh hey, what well, this is weird, you know, tons of stuff's weird. So I didn't think anything of it. Mm. During the live action thing, my character, the characters were walking in the woods and they were like, hang on, what's that? And they pointed over and that cutout was there. And they're like, why is that in the woods? And they're like, I don't know. Let's keep going. But it's so fluid. Like, it, it's not like they cut to it's like, all right, here's new. Here's the piece we slotted into this. It's so fluid like that, that they filmed this. So they filmed multiple versions of these live action episodes, not just based on your choice, but on the collectibles you found. That is insane. Here's another example. At one point, I found like a, a, a like a some kind of tablet, and I and I you know I pressed on it, and it started playing an audiobook. And this was actually pretty funny. For whatever reason, this tablet was pitched into the bad guys' PA system, mm-hmm. so an audiobook was just playing on everyone's radios, and they were like, "Why is this happening? Please turn this off." And you know, Jack, you know, the main character is like, "I'm gonna leave that playing <laughs> Dur- during the live action." E- the live action episode, a character walks into a part of the building and the audiobook is playing and he was like, what is that? And they're like, we're not sure. We're trying to figure it out. And he's like, well, figure it out soon. And then he goes back to why he came to this building and stuff. That's weird and cool. It's super cool. Like Alan Wake did some really cool, like it's narratively, it's so cool. And they put so much time into telling that story. Like it's very narrative focused. And this is just as narrative focused, despite being so much more on the gunplay than Alan Wake was. There's tons of sections where you're just walking around because time is frozen and you're learning more stuff. And there's tons of live action stuff. It's it's really cool. 
But, you know, I can't say that final yet. That's not my final thing. For all I know, it's going to be terrible. Uh, but right now, I've played about five, maybe six hours most of it. Uh, and, yeah, that's that. And I've been enjoying it quite and a so bit. So you've seen two uh, two episodes of the show as a result? I've seen three. I just oh, watched okay. the third one. And I literally knew an episode was coming up. So I was like, well, I'm going to get some dinner. And I'm just going to watch this episode. Can you pause the episode? Yeah. Thank goodness. Okay. Yes, you can. On board. I'm on board with this now. Um, it looks like Paul is is here. He's uh, I'm gonna see if I can add him in. Add people to this call. Uh, it's too bad that Paul missed this my quantum break section because I feel like he would have been quite into it. Um, the last thing I'll say, and this is the one negative I've noticed, is during the live action stuff, uh, it streams the episodes to you. Mm-hmm. You also do have the option of downloading them. Um, but I've just been streaming them and the streaming, sometimes it doesn't connect very well. I know it can't really be on my end cause I'm running wired and everything. And sometimes it's fine. So something server side on their end. Um, I've had the thing like stop and pause and be like still buffering. And then it just straight up died and said like, can't connect, but there's an option to like try playing again. And I usually just press that and enough times it'll, it'll go through again. Um, but like I said, you can download it. I just don't want to download all these episodes to my Xbox. Like gotcha. space is already is already hard enough. But so that's the one one issue I've had so far. Other than that, uh, Quantum Break is a uh, is a is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Paul, do we have you here? Yeah. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. Great. We're on the air. What's your question? Uh. Fuck, I should have thought this through. <laughs> Commit to the bit! Commit to yeah, the bit! That was the bit. Yeah, the <sighs> bit's gone. Bit's dead. Um, so you just, you just, we just finished doing uh, what we've been playing. I was playing a Quantum Break, which is what we were talking about. Cool. I'm uh, excited to go back and listen to it. You should, because I, I feel like I surprised John quite a bit. Yeah, I, well, I was I like... I want to know about it, because I haven't upgraded to Windows 10, so I can't get this until I do. Okay. I was kind of like, I'm going to get this, but I don't know anything about it. Now, all Sean's told me is completely sold me on it. Yeah. So um, I would recommend listening back when this uh, episode goes live. But um, now that you're on, uh, what have you been playing? Oh, dude. Let me tell you what I have been playing, because <laughs> I know off the top of my head. Um, I've been playing The Division, actually. So oh, funny boy. story. All right. The Division is an $80 Canadian game. Amazing. A friend of mine purchased four of them for one cent each. Excuse me? <laughs> nice. Oh, wait, this was an Amazon thing, right? I don't know if it was Amazon or Newegg or something. It was an online thing for no, sure. No, it was Newegg. It was yesterday Newegg. I saw this deal. Yeah. Yeah. So four <laughs> copies for... Four them. What? For four cents total. So four... Did you pay him uh, back? I mean, yeah, I was, he's like, no, just take it. I said, no, at least give me a link to your uh, Steam wish list so I can, like, we'll call it a trade okay. or something. So, like, I'll buy him a game on there. But, yo, that game for one cent is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but Most fair, games. You were, you were quite enjoying the beta, right? I was. The problem, the reason I wasn't getting it and uh, wasn't too into the idea of getting it right away until it got, like, super cheap was because I played two of the betas the one like closed one and then the open one and it was the exact same content both times and like spoiler alert it is again <laughs> at the beginning it's like all the beginning stuff okay so if anybody has played mmos before 
like just imagine getting to like level 20 ish three times and not seeing anything ahead of that and it's like oh i don't i really don't want to level again but uh i mean i had no excuse basically at the for it was basically free so i installed it and i've been playing it i got finally past the point of the where the betas would end so like this is all new content i'm seeing now okay. from here on so it's been kind of cool uh it gets pretty boring pretty quickly well you're playing and, this, this is something you've played three times now right yeah but even like the first time it's a lot of very repetitive uh like a lot of shooting like a lot of shooting because every enemy is a bullet sponge and that's how they like indicate difficulty it's not by like gameplay mechanics or stuff because it never is within the most it's about how much damage they can soak which in a fantasy setting you know what i get it like if you're attacking a dragon with a dagger it's gonna take a long fucking time sure when you're attacking normal dudes on the street with guns there's no reason they should be able to take three headshots okay it's because they're magic they're magic yeah it's because they're wearing like a cool toque it kind of is that yeah like not actually but there's some cool toques in that game man yeah you got to find the toque with the best stats yeah exactly um i've been playing that and because of that i've been playing the you play got hacked again and a mm. russian changed my shit around again i was talking i was talking to someone else in town today that had the exact same thing happen to them Good. I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> That's actually refreshing. So, um, yeah, after somebody was like, dude, I think you were hacked unless you changed your name to Sanic or something like that. <laughs> I was like, no, I wouldn't change my name to Sanic. So I've probably been hacked. Sure enough, I go on Good to the Paul Sanic flick. Yep. Um, I go on to the division last night, like after coming home from work. Sure enough, dude, they created their own character, like a female character. So there it, there was a new character in my division roster, and uh, it was all in Russian. Everything. Nice. So I spent about half an hour going through each menu trying to find the language button. Oh, man. Uh, I eventually found it. That's, so, what, that's actually like a pretty good <laughs> troll, like in like separately from hacking your account. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I I just found it funny that. Every time my Uplay has been hacked, it's one Russian, it's like a Russian person that just played my games for a little bit. So they leveled up my Uplay level by one, so I'm level 23 now instead of 22. You did it. They're just grinding for you. They're helping. I guess. Normally you would need to pay someone in, like, China to do this. The problem is, is, is if they did, like, weird shit while playing The Division under, like, my account, my account would be banned. And I wouldn't be able to get it back because you play or Ubisoft or whoever has the worst customer support I have seen on the Internet. Because and believe me, like I've talked to some customer support before. These people almost know me by name now. I've talked to them like four times in the last three months. There you so, go. Yeah, they're fucking terrible. And holy shit, how are we living in t t uh, 2016 when two-step authentication isn't everywhere that you can spend money it's absolutely mind-boggling but anyways the division is okay all right especially and if you can get it for one cent i doubt many people will be able to do that after this but you're playing the pc version right i'm playing pc yes okay. cool yeah. played play anything else 
Uh, just some phone games, like a lot of Cross on my phone lately. Uh, some Clash Royale, even though I hate the meta right now of spawning a bunch of things that can spawn a bunch of dudes. So, like, the whole time you're playing these days, it's just basically to crowd control until you get, like, a draw or until they win. It's fucking annoying. Um, what what Cross are you playing? It's called... I'll tell you in a second. I can't actually remember. It's called, like, know, Logic Square or okay, something. Okay, because I know there's no, like, P-Cross branded P-Cross. Mm. Mm-hmm. Logic Square, yeah. Okay. It's cool because you can download more and more puzzles, and I think it... Last time I did the math before I downloaded more puzzles, including, like, the Mega Puzzles, it had, like, 3,287 or something in it. Cool. So that is not going anywhere. Like, I'm not going to finish that anytime ever, probably, as long as they keep updating it. Speaking of mobile games, the uh, there's a new Humble Bundle mobile for you guys out. Yeah. Message you both. There's some good games in there. You should look into it. I've um, been meaning to, actually. I've yeah, totally yeah, I forgot about, about it. Grim Fandango is on that remastered, uh, Framed, which I'm a I'm a quite a big fan of. Framed, I heard good things about Prune, and I think there was more. So I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um, Paul, what did you say that game was called again? It's called Logic Square. Logic Square. Yeah. The one caveat to it is it is free, but after every puzzle, there's an ad mm. that you can close. But like it's not a video, you can just close out of it. But oh, it's he, annoying. here's the big one: Lara Croft Go is on that. Uh, which oh, that's uh, kind of cool. That's a great one. I'm pretty sure you're. I'm assuming you already had it, Paul. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But John, pretty sure you didn't pick that up yet. That game's no. great. Um, so yeah, for under six bucks, you're getting three games. I recommend plus one. I've heard great things about, and then more. So I would recommend you guys should look into that. It's just it's just a humble. Humble Mobile Bundle, yeah. So just go to Humble Bundle. And then you'll I, mean, like, I recommend everybody look into it if you don't have Lara Croft Go yet. That's if you have an Android edit. phone, yeah. That's that's yeah. these humble bundles are like the one reason I, I dislike my iPhone. Other than that, I I'm way I'm pro iPhone, but Sure. Yeah. Okay, anything else to mention? Uh I'm just curious what John played because he didn't put in anything in the dock and I just want to know for my own sanity. Uh King of Demons for the Super Nintendo and okay. Pretty Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon Another Story. It's a Sailor oh Moon it's a Sailor Moon RPG. Nice. Oh, that sounds dope. <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to <laughs> I knew you'd be into it for some reason. Dude, I fucking love Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck if you have a Super Nintendo if you want to borrow a game. Oh, you! Ha- of course, you have the actual copy. What am I saying? Yeah, no, I they absolutely would love to one day. Yeah, it's it's English translated. I I partnered up with a company that does reproduction carts, and they sent it to me for free. Oh, which one? Uh, Cartridge Arcade. So they sent me that in King of Demons, and I've got a discount code for their store now that I give out to people. Nice. Yo, can you get me like a platinum like credit card or something from them? I don't think they have a platinum credit card. <laughs> what does that even mean? Okay. I don't know. I, they I sell video games, Paul, not credit cards. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, you'll need these contacts when you're trying to stock your museum with, like, exotic oh I was waiting for it. Yeah. Honestly, like, I know some of the people John's friends with, he could actually just, like, stock a museum right now with his contacts in Calgary, so... I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've, I have not been joking about this since day one, so... I mean, I bought... Four Virtual Boy games today. I have got now got half the collection of the system, I believe. That's awesome. Yo, 
one of his friends actually like basically has a museum. He actually has more than John does. What um you I want here's my request. Just get the full collection of N-Gage titles. That sounds I mean terrible. you'll get them sooner or later. It's probably easier for me to get all the virtual boy games than it will be for the I'm not N-Gage. saying like it's one or the other. Get everything. No, man, just email Jeff Gersman and ask him if he has an extra copy of each game laying around, because he <laughs> probably does. <laughs> probably, probably has a lot of them, that's true. Uh, let's move on to news. Yeah. Um, so last week, they did the price announcement for PlayStation VR, and we figured there's going to be a bundle uh, with the uh, camera and the move controllers. Uh, yes, there is, and we were guessing it's going to be 500. We we also guessed maybe 450, 500 being too much. It's 500. So when that comes to North America, uh, you can get the full package. And they've already been selling full. those, and I, I hear they're they've been a little difficult because everyone's jumping on them and whatnot. But yeah, 500 dollars for the headset, the camera, two move controllers, and their version of Wii Sports. Sure, cool. There Did was we- a. Did oh. we also talk about the PlayStation 4.5? I don't remember us talking about that last That's, week. No, that came out this week. It's on the list. Oh, is it? So why don't we just jump to it? It was, Oops, it was yeah. the last. Sorry, it's the very last thing. I goofed. Uh, but it's not a big deal. Let's just let's talk about it now. There's a, quite a bit of talk on maybe a PlayStation upgrade happening. Um, okay. Being uh, you know dubbed the PlayStation 4.5. That's the it's a PlayStation that could run um, 4K resolution. Which that does make sense since Blu-ray players are out now; they can do 4K, and you know there's 4K TVs. Obviously, there's nothing concrete. It's just a few developers are saying, "Yes, we've been looking at the at the PlayStation 4.5." This seems like a bit of a no-brainer, especially with Microsoft also saying we're thinking of doing these kind of you know yearly updates or whatever, you know, half steps as well. Um, I think the same question applies to that. Uh, with this one as like are you going to be able to play games like on the playstation 4 and they are only the 4.5 uh is it going to be useless like the new 3ds and which no one's taken advantage of it how much is it going to segment the marketplace like i mean who really knows but uh that is a thing that is uh being talked about and i guess maybe maybe we'll hear more at e3 no we have no idea it's it's all pretty uh speculative at this moment All right, back to the top. Uh, There was a survey last week. Again, it is just a survey that Microsoft was putting out. Uh, I think they even came back and mentioned, uh, we have no plans to do this, but that could just be PR talk. One of the questions, however, was, I'll just read it to you guys, and I'll give you your four options. If If the console digital game store for the console you owned offered customers the option to sell back their digital games to the store for 10% of the purchase price, in store credit, would you be interested in such an offer? 10%? 10%. Here's your four options. Yes, okay. for many of my digital games. Yes, but only for a few digital games I no longer play. No, and I don't know. No. <laughs> no, you wouldn't sell them back for $6. I guess 7 in your case. All right, I guess we're talking like, I was thinking like Xbox Live Arcade style like $10 games, not like full-blown commercial release $80 games. Well, I mean, all games come digitally as well now. I guess that's true. I'm not the target market because I always buy physical, but, I mean, if I was digital, that's not bad. Wait, do you sell back your physical games now? No. 
No. So I would you do that digitally? No, I'm just saying if that was what I was looking at, that'd be kind of interesting. I don't think it's enough. No. Six dollars. Like, I mean, like EB Games did more than that for the most part. Um, what, what about you, uh, Paul? I'm trying to decide. You honestly. have an extensive Steam collection. There's got to be some games on there you don't need. Yeah, but like if we're talking Steam, I would be all for it because a lot of those games are from hum- hun- uh, humble bundles that I'm never going to play, and I would love to get just free money for that. I guess that would be really. We- I bet you wouldn't be able to do games that you got a code for. That's what I figure. Yeah, for sure. Because um, again, that would just be free money. Uh, but again, ten percent, and and John mentioned like on the cheaper games, like some of those games you're looking at a dollar. Yeah, maybe. And if you're getting them on sale, you're you're twenty cents or something. Yeah, I mean, it's not really worth it. But like, there's a bunch of games that are like are pretty cool for like ten to twenty dollar range. So like, if you trade it into games you're not going to play anymore, like maybe you're done with Black Ops One forever or something because three's out now. Like, then you could get a pretty cool game maybe. From I that. I like I like the idea of it. You know, it spreads my dollar more. Ten percent is way too little, That's the though. Ten percent is actually too little. It is it is definitely not enough. What percentage would you need? Twenty five to thirty three, a fourth to a third, minimum. I feel like they should do it based on like time. Like if you have not played the game, then you should get like ninety percent to a hundred percent back, and then like within the, an hour of gameplay, it should like scale down. The longer you've played it, maybe the less. That are real short though. That well, that they would scale it proportionally. So if you <laughs> every ten minutes for this two-hour game, yeah, like it would go down like twenty percent or something like that. Right. The more you play the game, the less trade value it has, down to like a minimum of let's say twenty-five percent. This this is this relates to because Steam currently now has a refund program, right? And it's like forty-eight hours or something like I that. I thought it was two weeks. Two weeks, less than two hours. Right. So a lot of games are shorter than that. And, you know, I've, I've heard plenty of people be like, is it bad of me? Like, I, I enjoyed this game, but technically I can send it back. I don't like I'm done with it. Um, yeah, kind of relates on that, too. Uh, now that you're but just you're getting a portion of it. I mean, the reason why they put in this program isn't for people that are like, Firewatch is too short. I'm just sending it back and getting my money. It's for people that are like, oh, fuck. Like, Just Cause does not actually run on my computer. Can right. I get my money But I back? bet there are definitely a group of people who are taking advantage of that. I would say 50% of the majority probably take advantage of that. You know, just because I don't put my faith in people. Finish it as fast as possible and then get their refund oh like i know like two people that i can name that do that and i think they're discussing for it but like whatever it's not my place to say really if they allow it but i don't know that it's such a gray area dude <laughs> like yeah i think i think that, that that becomes with the whole like scaling it thing is it's like well how do you know it took this specific length to finish this game like it becomes a, a real gray area again or, or yeah. like, what about games? It's like, well, there is no finish. Like, you can just kind of, like it's a roguelike. You can kind of just keep playing it. Or like, how about Geometry Wars? How long is that game? How do how do you put the scale on that game? It is two seconds. 
Mm. You know, or yeah, super hexagon. You have two seconds. Um, yeah. So that becomes a weird thing. And, and, and then you're just like judging these games or putting weird, weird, arbitrary like titles on them. But yeah. anyway, this is all just completely speculative. They said someone came out and even said, like, I don't know where this survey got that question from. I can't remember who exactly from Microsoft mentioned that, but I'm kind of with you, like, uh, like 25 percent, 15 dollars, maybe that, that, that's a nicer sound if I paid 60 bucks for a game. Yeah, I, I could see myself doing that to some older games, but uh, yeah, because then you trade in your Call of Duty four when you're done with it and get Super Meat Boy. And that's a great deal. That would, that would be very cool. That would be very cool indeed. All right, what do we have this? Uh, there's a whole bunch of more Telltale games coming. Um, oh, great. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I'm finally hitting saturation on this. I hit saturation, actually, a long time ago. Me too. I, I definitely held out, and um, I saw... You were the last one out of the people I know and talk to regularly. That's like, I've played, like, every Telltale game. Because most people are like, I've played two. I have. I didn't play the Minecraft one, but uh, I have at least played an episode of every one of them. Anyway, um, I know how much you guys like The Walking Dead because season three is coming this fall. Yeah. I heard this one. I was just like, oh, man. Holy smokes. They're really killing that. So series. this fall, we're getting Walking Dead season they gotta, three. They got to make their money somehow. We're getting that more Minecraft how. episodes. Three more Minecraft craft episodes this year, apparently. Uh, the Batman Telltale game comes out this summer. That annoys me because I need to see what they do with it. That's so probably that, the one I'm most interested in because it's yeah. not it's Walking Dead again. Um, and don't forget, they also have a Marvel license coming next year. Fucking cr- yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, there's four more series or seasons at least uh, to look forward to in the next uh, year year's time at least. Because keep in mind, they're still doing uh, Walking Dead Michonne at the moment. Right. Um, but, uh, that game never, uh, that company doesn't stop. That company does not stop. Um, all right. There was a report earlier this week, um, that Nint- the Nintendo, uh, Wii U, and this came from, uh, Nikkei, 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 Nik- um, I think Nikkei. the Japanese magazine that's usually pretty accurate saying that the Wii U is going to be stopping production soon. Uh, Nintendo turned around and said, that's not the case, but. This seemed pretty accurate for about half the week. Uh, and everyone was like, it's time for the NX. Everyone's pretty much speculating it because of the NX coming up, but we still don't know if the NX is meant to be the replacement for the Wii U or if it's like a weird third pillar. Yeah, yeah. Is, it a, is it a handheld? Is it a, a home console? Is it both? We have no idea. The The 3DS is starting to get long in the tooth, so I have a feeling they're probably... But they just brought out the, the, the new 3DS. Yeah, but they also did that with the DSi. This, the th- new 3DS is the DSi of the 3DS. I got that. How long was the DSi out before the 3DS came out? A uh, year and a half, two years? Yeah, that's only okay, Because the new 3DS has... I don't think it's even been out for a year. It'll be a... Y- Actually, it might have been a year last month. I think it was February it came out last year. Was, was it February? Okay, so it's only out a year. So, I, you know, that's true. If the NX came so out... This, this could sync up. So if they an- introduce the NX at E3, and then it comes out the next year... There we go. I could see the NX coming out this fall. You think so? I could see it. Mm, I hope Nintendo doesn't rush it because I feel like they do that well, with all that, of their it, systems and it always causes a problem. So maybe they should fucking learn a lesson. 
Well, no, <laughs> I think luck. I think this is pretty pretty standard. Like I'm thinking of the Xbox and the PlayStation Four when those E3s came out, they announced here's the new console. It'll be out this fall, right? Or mm. did they say like mm. next year? Because I maybe it was just the release date. Maybe they, there was a whole year in between. Because I remember pre-ordering both those consoles the week of E3. So there was definitely some announcement at E3. Maybe. I know that Nintendo, when they announced the 3DS, I think it didn't come out until the next year. Okay. The 3DS also came out early in the year, didn't it? Or was it like Yeah, like March-ish. Yeah, March-ish. So I, maybe that, like that's a, you know, I'm, I'm, I keep thinking of like November-ish, but that's, you know, in a half a year after that. So I, maybe that's the case. But the Wii U did come out in September, October, one of those two, or November. It was definitely the fall. Definitely the fall. Or maybe it wasn't. No, I'm thinking about the PS4 and Xbox One again. Because the Wii U came out the year before that. It was definitely during the school year, I can tell you that. I can tell you that for sure. None of this really seems to matter with the next article. Yeah, like I said, Nintendo <laughs> denied it. That could yeah. just be them talking, but they said, no, they're still... Uh, the K's usually been pretty on point with their articles about Nintendo, so... so. Yeah, so we don't know. So you Speaking, think they have a rogue insider? Maybe. They got a source. Yeah, they definitely have a source. (laughs) Speaking of Nintendo-related news that might not be real, um, controller images came out. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, then was disproven by the original photographer, but then there were other people who released photos that looked slightly different enough to be real. Yeah, and people are saying, you know, these images do match the patents Nintendo filed uh, back in December. Um... So this could just be the start of the, the you know, the rumor train mm, for yeah. whatever this thing looks like. Um, I don't think we need to t- talk about these rumors every week on the show because there's definitely going to be more uh, rumors and weird controller configurations. Um, but, you know, this is the kind of the first thing we've seen or heard. I think we should follow the legacy, man. Oh, my God. The legacy of the NX controller. Just every week. Here's the latest NX update. <laughs> All right, no, let's let's. Um, how how would you guys describe this thing? A piece of shit. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'd go that far, but uh, interesting choices if it's real. But I don't think it is. Yeah, it looks like an old like knockoff MP3 or something. Like you would <laughs> kind of does. Threes on I it. Could see that like something from Sony or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an it's like a very skinny oval. Two yeah. analog sticks that people were saying they look more like kind of circle pads. And yeah. then I guess the idea is like the it whole like thing hey is a screen. Arnold. Yeah. I was seeing Stewie and I was seeing <laughs> Hey Arnold. So it looks like their head, basically. Um, and then I guess the whole thing is a screen. Hmm. One, version, one version of it said that there were scroll wheels on the top. For the shoulder buttons. I also saw... But I can't I remember if that, that was from the debunked one or if that's from the one that no one's been able to disprove yet. That was from the first images that I... When I first saw it, I was seeing that. Or I was reading that. Um, but anyway, I don't... That's a thing. It's a. Uh, it's weird. I don't... That makes it look like a handheld. Right? Yeah. You know, it makes me think of like, a, like the GBA. Uh, sure. But... Or, or you know, like the Vita or something, but yeah, or I'm getting more of Sony Vita vibe for sure. Yeah, mm. now that I think about it, um, I don't like my screens being that exposed, man. I want to like, I'm gonna have to get like a case. Anyway, Hopefully, it I comes don't like with that one. screen shape. 
at all. Yeah, that also looks like it's a pain in the ass to hold, which is what makes me think that's not it. Like, at most, that's a dev unit, and it will yep. not be the final controller. I did see, um, like, a mock-up of this with, like, hand grip add-ons, kind of. Mm. Like, kind of how the Vita has those ones you can get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to make it look more like a controller. Anyway. Um... Back to news that is actually happening. Sony is closing Evolution Studios, the people behind Drive Club and MotorStorm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. MotorStorm was kind of cool, man. It was. I'm my surprised first we game. never got a uh, PlayStation 4 MotorStorm. Yeah. Yeah. Too actually. Those are usually like good, like almost tech demos of like, look how powerful this thing is. We're going to blow up these vehicles. And it's fun. It's a fun little racing thing. Yep. Uh, I played a lot of um, one of the MotorStorms on the PlayStation 3. Yeah. A demo unit in an HMV. Nice. And I Weird. own okay. one of the motor storms because it came with my t- 3D TV. It's I still think that was Arctic Edge or something like that. Yeah. That sounds yeah. Right. That sounds right. I never tried out the 3D, but I I could do that if I wanted to. Um, and then everyone did like everyone disliked uh, Drive Club. So there you go. Drive Club was a little too ambitious. And set up really some cool things. Got delayed terribly. a lot. That Drive yeah. Club. PlayStation Plus demo edition was a weird thing that yeah happened. They they happened. they uh, bit the hand that fed them a little too much on that one. That was weird. Here's the best news of the week. Yeah, Jack Party Pack Three is coming. Okay, and it okay. includes Drawful Two. Thank sure. God. So like, drop the phone. Drawful Two is coming, guys. Okay, that was probably oh. the biggest thing missing from uh, Party Pack Two. Was Drawful not in Party Pack Two? Nope. Nope. They replaced it with Bidiots. Oh, right. Oh, now I remember that part of And yes. Bidiots is terrible. <laughs> it, it's so weird. That's a weird thing. Yeah. 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 The more you think about it, the more you're like, no, he's right. It's terrible. Uh, I'm trying to see what else is in this, and it, this article's not telling me anything. What is this? Uh, Wait, Astro says Drawful 2 is separate. What? Wait, what? Oh, my thing's saying. If it's separate... Oh, actually, that is what the article says. uh, Drawful 2 and Jackbox Party Pack 3 coming this year. That sucks. Wow. Yeah, here it goes. Uh, The omission is a bit clearer now that Jackbox has announced it'll bring a standalone sequel, Drawful 2. That's a bummer, but I guess they realized that Drawful is the best one. Sequel will double the available colors from 1 to (laughs) 2. And features enhanced streaming tools, including an audience mode that allows up to 10,000 spectators to play along and influence the game's outcome, as well as the ability to censor answers and drawings from trolls. Oh, people in the chat are saying Drawful 2 is summer of 2016, and the party pack is fall. Okay. Uh, that looks be- uh, spring I'm seeing for Drawful 2, but fall, indeed, for party pack 3. I'm just reading the chat. I don't, I don't even... I don't know what you're looking at. The article doesn't say... This was not well researched, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's about as researched as I get. Yeah, um, uh, Jackbox is confirmed. Drawful Two is not part of the bundle. There will be five new games in Party Pack Three, but they've not said what any of them are. I bet one of them is uh, you don't know Jack twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. However, they do it. You think so? I guess they gave it a, a break. I could definitely wasn't it? Well, isn't uh, one of those always in the Party Pack? Party? It wasn't in Party Pack Two. Party Pack Two sucked. Yeah. What is Party Pack 2? Bomb Squad, Bidiots, uh, Fibbage 2, which was the main game. Okay. I mean, Fibbage is good. Uh, Quiplash XL. 
I don't remember Quiplash either. And that sound effect game, and I feel like I'm missing a sixth one. Remember that sound effect game being awful? That one was good for like a couple plays, and that was about it. People are saying Quiplash is fun. Which one's Quiplash? Is that the one where you make a joke? Yeah. Like, they give you like... Like, what's the last thing you hear from a pilot before you crash or something like that? Okay, that one was all right. That one, there was, that one could bring the laughs. Yeah, Fibbage 2, Quiplash XL, Bidiot's Earwax, which is Sound Effect 1, and Bomb Core, which was basically keep talking, no one explodes, but for four players. Right, right. Oh, and Bidiot's was the one where, like, tons of people could play with you, right? Uh, no. Bidiot's was six players. What was the one that was like super streaming? Oh, I'm thinking of like Fly Swatter from the Yeah, first you're thinking one. from the first one. Uh, yeah. That game sucked. Quiplash XL and Fibbage 2 both have uh, audience interaction. Okay. Uh, last bit of news uh, <laughs> was sent in by Mitchell, and it's just pricing information about uh, Killer Instinct Season 3. Nice. Uh, Killer Instinct Season 3 has been released. The Combo Breaker Pack is 20 bucks on Xbox One and PC. And includes eight new fighters, including Rash, Kim Wu, Arbiter, and Tusk. The Ultra Edition is 40 bucks on both platforms. It includes the eight fighters. And a VIP double XP boost. As well as retro costumes, accessory sets, retro color seven for all new fighters, and 18,000 KI gold. Yay. Uh, the Supreme Edition is 60 bucks. And it's only 50 on the PC, so 60 on the Xbox One. Ooh. It includes everything, plus all of the previous Season 1 and 2 fighters, minus Shadow Jago. Yeah, Shadow Jago was like a, a weird like code you had to get at events. Oh, okay. The Xbox One version includes Killer Instinct Classic and Killer Instinct 2 Classic, which are both absent in the PC version. Oh, snap, son. Yeah, you got those if you bought seasons one and two of Killer Instinct on the Xbox. John, you're the you're the resident Killer Instinct player. Are you excited for season three? Kinda. I kinda want to play as Rash and Arbiter. Arbiter of Halo fame. Yep. And Rash Rash of Battletoads fame. Bodies fame. No, Battletoads. I like the joke. It's good. Yep. Um, All right. Why don't we move into questions? Uh, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast, the Facebook group, or John's PO box. Those are all great ways to send in questions. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll grab this first one. It's yeah. From Mitchell. Same okay. email. I recently saw Paul's opinions on frozen and he said okay. he doesn't like Olaf <laughs> uh, to put it politely. I unlike <laughs> him. I can see why some people wouldn't, but could you clarify what you guys hate about him? I also hate Olaf. I don't so, know. I, I never watched Frozen, so Frozen's yo. Not Frozen's great. actually kind of a cute little movie. Actually, the it's only thing, the, literally, the only thing I know about Olaf is that he's voiced by one of the Daily Show's old writers. Oh, okay, uh, he's a snowman. Yeah, Olaf is the type of comedy that is made for kids. Is he basically the equivalent of the squirrel from Ice Age? Uh, yeah, probably. Yes. Well, yeah, here's my or like Jar Jar Binks. Here's my mm. problem with Olaf. He is put in there just to like weirdly move the plot forward. Like at one point, there's a a player, not player, video games. Sorry, there's <laughs> a character who's trapped, and he just comes and saves them. And it's like, how did you know this person was here? And like, that's super convenient. Like, I I hate it. He just pops in and he's like. 
oh, it was real good that I randomly showed up and know exactly what's happening next. It's a weird plot movement device, and it's annoying. Yeah. For me, it's just that he is the kid-friendly comedy character, and there's no real, like, um, like Disney always usually has that character, but a lot of times they do that character kind of smart, and Olaf is just, like, the dumb type of humor. Yeah, that does that, too. Frozen has that song, Let It Go. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. Dude, it's the like the best Disney song in a long time. <laughs> Where were you in uh 2012? 14. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I in 2014? 2014. When like everyone was out way into that song. I was listening to that song on repeat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second question from Mitchell. I am playing through Mar- uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 again, and in the Twisty Trials Galaxy, one of the stars took me nearly 30 minutes in one playthrough of the level to get. Needless to say, I was frustrated throughout the entire ordeal. What is the most vivid and or recent time this has happened to one of you guys? So when was the last time you got frustrated with a game? Oh my god. Like in general? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Clash Royale is a phone game, and it makes me want to throw my phone across the fucking room every time I play it. Uh, probably Ori in the Blind Forest, Definitive Edition. There's a couple, like, uh, like boss moments when you're, like, in, when, like, the water's rising or the wind thing. I was getting frustrated with that. Okay. Who's got the next one? I'll take it. Uh, Sombrero Mustache writes in and says, As everyone on YouTube knows, Minecraft is the most oversaturated thing on the site. When did you guys start noticing Minecraft videos? Why do you think everyone has LP'd the game to death? And do you think there will ever be an end to Minecraft videos? And there's a second question here. Uh, do you want me to okay, read let's the, the first one? Yeah. Let's do the first one. I guess I, I first started noticing them that when like, the beta was first out yeah yeah, people yeah talking about hey this is something worth looking at so a long time ago same uh there will never be an end to minecraft videos there will only ever be there will only ever be an end to minecraft videos if microsoft starts like banning them or like taking them down i don't think so kids love minecraft can i ask you guys a question yeah yeah what the hell is a minecraft video i've never actually like watched one like uh, what is a contain? Do you literally just play Minecraft? Uh, there's a bunch of people What's there. LP? Yeah, they can either yeah, just <laughs> they can either just do it themed around something like oh here's this mod so we're gonna have fun with this mod oh we've made a challenge we're just gonna do that they're just gonna do story mode they're just gonna do survival mode they're like I have one life if I die oh. that's it stuff like that so like what uh, Eno used to do with his friend there yeah oh. Okay. It's then, it's yeah, whatever I you want it to be, and that's specific. That's like exactly why uh, it's still around and why everyone's done it to death. Because it's a sandbox game. You can kind of just do whatever you want, and a lot of people like that. Kids love it. They ad- they love it, and it's never going to go away. There will always be. It's like Mario Kart. There's it's it's going to be someone's first thing forever. And kids can't tell when things are bad. So even if Microsoft screwed it up, they don't care. So we're, we will lose Minecraft when we lose Star Wars. Wait, why do we want to lose Minecraft? 
I think that game's okay. I don't no, think I don't think we want to, but I'm sure people are sick of the oversaturation oh, of it. He was like just saying, will. "When do you think will be the end?" And I'm saying, y- "You'll oh. die before there's an end." <laughs> okay. Well, on that somber note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the next part of the question is also in the latest Hitman game, they're asking whether fans want to have the ability to kill Gary Cole or Gary Busey. Uh, so, top 10 perspective, who do you want to kill, Gary Cole or Gary Busey? Gary Busey is an actor. Uh, Gary Cole is probably best known as Harvey Birdman's voice actor. I mean, Gary Cole's an actor, too. But I, I, I know him better as Harvey Birdman, so. Gary Busey hasn't done much lately. Gary Cole's still doing stuff. Uh... But have you guys seen like the Twitter ads for this? Have you seen the video for it? It's pretty funny. I haven't seen the no. video, but the Twitter ad, they're like yelling at each other or something. Yeah, that's exactly what the everywhere. video is. It's everywhere. It's just them saying, trying to show who's the worst person who deserves to be killed. Paul, who do you think Hitman should take out? Like, out of these two, Busey, but like Donald Trump. Okay. Just in general. All right. He needs to be stopped, man. <laughs> Gary Busey did nothing wrong. That's my platform. 2016 running against Trump. Mm. Okay. Andy writes in. Excuse me. Have you heard of this cool YouTube channel that posts very high quality game rips named Gilva Sunner? Yep. Gilva Sunner. Gilva Sunner. The quality of the rips on the channel are amazing. Just like his rip of the fortress theme in Yoshi's Island. And then he puts in a link. Or just listen to how crisp this Gerudo's Valley theme is. Link, how could you forget this amazing song, Mario 64, Link. The channel has such high quality. Even Steven Totillo from Kotaku wrote an article on it at one point, though the article seems to be gone now. I hadn't heard about it, but I... Just, I haven't I, either. I, 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 it. I have. Those I've heard of them, yeah. Those are some good sounding songs. Are they? Okay, I'm excited to listen to them later. On a more serious note, I've come to terms that I may or may not be a whale. For those that don't know, a whale is a term used to describe a high-stakes gambler. However, the term is very fitting when it comes to mobile games with a rolling aspect to it. Throughout the past four years, I've gotten heavily involved with many free-to-play mobile games such as Puzzles and Dragons, Love, uh, Love Live, okay, Love, Love yeah. Live, School Idol Festival, Fate slash Grand Order, etc., each of these games has a rolling slash gacha aspect to them. On a whim, I was browsing through my purchase history and found the numbers to be a bit surprising, but somewhat expected. Throughout these past years, I've spent a total of at least 28,000 USD. Yeah. That's insane. That is a whale. That is a whale, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Holy oh, smokes. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, and before anyone asked, Yes, my financial situation is incredibly stable. That's good. Okay, at least you're not an idiot. Thinking back on it now, the me seven years ago would have deemed this type of action a waste. I guess people change a lot in seven years' time. On to the questions. What are your opinions on whales and their whaling? (laughs) That's a great term. (laughs) And their whaling. Um, You know what? Like it's fine, dude. <laughs> if do, if yeah. you can support it, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you're enjoying it, like if it's if it's how you want to play it, go for it. I I wouldn't. I I don't have the money to do that either. Uh, like at that scale for just like you know like one game or whatever. Or I guess he's played a few of them, but I yeah. I put maybe like 
$60 into a game and then maybe another like 20 when the DLC's out. And that's usually it. That's usually the end of that game. Yeah, like if you have the money and you're still having fun with it, do what you want. And you're helping keep it free for other people. Like, for example, probably the only reason yeah. Record Keeper is so accessible is because people are willing to spend money on it. That's yeah. a really good point. Like, whales are typically, like, w- less than a percentage of the audience, but they pay, give so much that it covers the rest. And here's a good example. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as long as you're not putting yourself in financial trouble, do what you want. Yeah. Yeah, as, as long as you're not, like, one of those kids that has access to the mom's credit card just because it's tied to the Apple account and they just keep charging stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? I We're- hate hearing those stories. It gives me, like, a heart attack every time. Um, Jesus, man. But, but, like, you should consider actually starting up, like, if you don't have one already, a Twitch channel and just, like, streaming you unboxing shit because people eat that shit up. <laughs> and you're doing it already anyway. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, you could be getting paid to open up boxes and crates or whatever you're buying. Uh, his He has a few more questions here. Oh, no, okay. Do you have any friends who happen to whale? Uh, no. Yeah, sorry, it looks like a part of it was cut off. I'm looking at it, yeah. Uh, do you have any friends who happen to whale? And if you were given the time, resources, and had the passion to do so, would you whale? For what would you whale on? <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, I could, but I just don't have the draw to it. Like, I'll pay money in a game for something if I feel like I gotten enjoyment out of it even just to support somebody like if it's a cheap game but like i don't have it there's so many things i would rather spend my money on that's fair yeah and then all that into like one game like i said it's usually 60 bucks and then another 20 and that's the end of the game for me uh so I, i i can't see myself wailing but if i had to has there been a game where it's like I like this so much. I'm trying to because I don't play that many microtransaction heavy games. Right. Um, Sombrero mustache in the chat got to me. He's like, I'm a literal whale because I'm fat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <And it> just, <laughs> it, <laughs> John, would you would you if I had the resources, I'd probably do that with Record Keeper. Yeah, but I yeah. would. You had want to be really financially viable for that. Right. But. Like, knowing you, John, I think you take some pride in the, like, breaking free-to-play games and not having to spend money. (laughs) So. Right. Well, I mean, this all comes down to, like, time versus money and how much is your time worth compared to, you know, actual dollars. And if you have the money, that that ratio changes, right? Yeah. And that ratio is different for everyone. Um but like and and like even just like kids versus adults when you're when you're a kid you have so much free time and then when you have an adult when you're an adult you have so much less free time but you have so much more money so that's yeah. how that, that's how it shifts yeah. and and it, and it comes down to it's like well I only have a few minutes to play this and this is how it works for everyone I only have a few minutes to play this instead of spending that time just grinding stuff I've already done I'm going to drop 3 bucks and play something a little bit new in this game I like and sure. and that and that's how all this works so uh, what Tenmar said about Warframe is true, and that's probably my answer. Like, if I had the resources, I would probably just buy, like, every frame in Warframe and just, like, change up my playstyle every single time I played it. That's way too much money, though. There's no way in hell I'd be able to do that, realistically. <laughs> All right. Andrew has uh, six questions here. 
Nice. First run. Have you played the latest indie gem, Stardew Valley? I don't usually get super excited about new popular indie games, but this one fills the special uh, Harvest Moon-shaped hole in my heart. I haven't, and I want to play it so much, I wish I had the free time to do it. Yo, is that game more than Harvest Moon, though? Because, like... Somebody's like, are you getting it? I said, it looks like Harvest Moon, so no, because I'm not a huge fan of those. I hear there's, said, combat. But there's more it's, shit in It's there. Harvest Moon, Rune Factory, uh, fuck, what is that? I've, I've heard it more being Terraria. Because of, uh, of the combat aspect. Well, I mean, the combat's okay. optional, I believe, because you can got to go into, like, for mining to do that. And, like, yo, you can bone, like dudes and ladies in your room if you want or something i mean you got married in harvest moon so i assume it to be the same thing okay like everyone yeah. in the town ta- I've, I've been watching reese play it a bunch uh everyone in the town has like a relationship meter that you can build up you can learn learn more about them that way or you can actually like okay. get in a relationship with them get married uh yeah. it it is very harvest moon but it's got aspects of other games to kind of make it like a more than the sum of its parts i guess that makes me more interested in it. Actually, the words Rune Factory do. The the internet's <laughs> been blowing up about this game for the last few weeks. Like, this is yeah. not a new thing. And I, I really wish I had time, but, like, I've just been getting slammed with review games that I kind of have to play right now, so. Question two. What's the most insulting thing a game has said to you? Uh, he says this is the most insulting thing that has come to his head, and it's, uh, I don't know what game this is, but... It says, you don't have enough balls. I'm just going to put this in the chat. You don't have enough. Oh, I see. There's a link here. What's the most insulting nice. thing a game has said to you? Uh, get the heck out of here, you nerd. What was that? How does that game, game that? look familiar? Uh, that game is that Love Life thing, I think. That's the idle game. Oh, okay. oh. The one mentioned okay. earlier? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the game I mentioned was uh, Bionic Commando. Oh, okay. That's all right. That, all right. I thought you were saying Love Life was the one you mentioned. No. Um, I I honestly had nothing coming to mind. And yeah, I read, I I read these questions any. beforehand, so... I don't have anything. Yeah, I can't think of a time a game made fun of me. I'm sure there is one. I mean, anyway. whenever you lose in Mortal Kombat, Chao Kahn always go, you suck. Yeah. Okay, I that have had that pathetic. happen. So there's yeah. that. Okay, all right. Actually, that was irritating. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, are there any games that you're really excited for? Uh, Andrew is excited for Persona 5, Mirror's Edge, Overwatch, um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and Zelda U. I'm kind of excited for Quantum Break now after listening to Sean <laughs> talk about it. I'm, I'm Damn, ready. I have to hear what he said about it. I'm going to listen to that after. Uh, I'm excited for Mirror's Edge. I'm excited for uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions too. Yeah. That, that'll be a good uh, summertime game. What about you, Paul? Overwatch and Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 is soon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Technically, cool. it's out if I wanted to buy a Japanese copy. Oh, that's right. I, I, that's right. Yep. Uh, uh, you know what else I'm excited for? I'm excited for Pokemon Go. They released some screenshots yeah. of that, and I, I want that to be good. I mean, what about f- uh, that Sun and Moon or whatever? I mean, I'll probably end up playing those because they're Pokemon, but I f- I'm more excited yeah. for the promise of Pokemon Go. I feel like gotcha. Sun and Moon is a safe bet, really. Ex- exactly. Pokemon games are usually safe bets. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Question four. Big problem that collectors deal with is products going out of print. I don't see video game collectors having to deal with this as much. Have you found yourself dealing with this? 
games go out of print, don't they? Like, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah when yeah. consoles end. So that's the whole point of retro game collecting. They're yeah. not making them anymore. Um, yeah, I don't really collect games that much, uh, so it's not an issue for me. Um, but John, you seem to find the resources to collect them anyway. Yeah, because people there are people whose jobs are just to get these to sell to other people. So as long as they exist, you can find them. Yep. Like technically, to be a collector, you have to want something that is out of print. Otherwise, you're just a consumer. Yeah. So I'm not really sure why, but Mitch in the uh, chat said I need to track down Double Dash, and I just wanted to agree that game is great. Okay. Question five. Everyone knows that timelines and long-running game franchises usually don't mix well. What are some of your favorite slash most convoluted timelines? Oh, God. And he says he really likes the Shimigami Tensei ones, and I will put the picture of that timeline in the chat. Oh, um, man. There we go. Oh, And I did I not know have. this was a thing, but Whoa. that's crazy. That That is super crazy. I cannot trump that. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, that that I pretty did. much is the one there. I'm going to give a quick shout out in there. I'm glad Catherine is in there, even though it's not part of any timeline. But that game's great. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just in its own spot. Yeah, there's a few that are just kind of in their own spot. You know, which one I couldn't find was Devil Survivor 1, which I did play, but I couldn't find it on there. Devil Survivor 2 is off to the side of beside Catherine. Where's Devil Survivor 1? What are you talking about? It's directly above it. It's the red above one. Twice. Oh, okay, there we go. Cool. Oh, I yeah. can find it. Thank you. Now I found it. It, it was straight up. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't find that. And I spent like a like a chunk of time. Like zoomed in. All right. Anyway. Other convoluted timelines. Um, I would say the Zelda one's kind of annoying when, when people try to make like a connection or when Nintendo sent out or put out that weird like, this is how they're connected. And it's like, what is like, whatever. Yeah, right. Metroid's gotten a little silly. Yeah. Metroid Just assume everything is before Metroid Fusion. Mm-hmm. Right, I remember you going over that recently. Assassin's yeah. Creed is probably my favorite convoluted timeline because uh, those jump all over the place, and I, f- I constantly forget what time period we're dealing with here. Yo, Super Mario. Weirdest timeline ever. It's true. It's true. That guy never gets older. Except when he changed from a baby to Mario. Right, right. And last, recently a friend... Oh, move your cursor. There we go. Recently a friend and me co-opted through the entirety of Never Alone. It took us a little over three hours to complete the main game and DLC. Although the game was good and enjoyable, I'm sure if the full asking price on Steam... Is worth? Oh, sorry. Uh, um, probably not. I'm sure the word "not" yeah. is missing there. I think he says, "Yeah, I think he means." It, I'm not sure if the full asking price on Steam is worth it. Fifteen dollars. What are your stances on short game length versus price? Do you guys remember Never Alone? That was that um, Inuit yep. game. It was yep. a PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus title. That is a was that cool was that fifteen dollars with the DLC or fifteen dollars plus DLC? I'm guessing since it says full asking price, that would be with the DLC. I guess so. I, I The only reason I have it is it was a PlayStation Plus title, and that was before the DLC and such. If you got your enjoyment out of it, then no matter what the price is, you, it was worth it. I Yeah, that's the that's the big thing. I've, pay, I've paid much more for much shorter games, yep. and I've still enjoyed it. I'm with John on this one. I'm not going to get on the soapbox tonight about this. 
yeah, and we've. I was even kind of touching about this earlier. Time versus money. This is completely subjective to everyone. You're, you know, yep. Some some people might not be into short games. Some people might love like narrative games, and a short thing is totally fine. Um, or some people might not have enough money to like buy a lot of games, and some people might want a longer thing. Like it's so subjective for every single person. Yeah. So this this is like yeah, this is a decision you have to make uh, for yourself and. You know, this is why you should do research on the games beforehand. This is why you listen to, you know, you watch people play them. You listen to podcasts, people talking about them. You listen to Top Down Perspective every week, Thursday nights, Friday afternoons. <laughs> yep. Uh, to hear about all the games uh, that are out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm also with John. I've paid much more for shorter games uh, that I played by myself. <laughs> and I've been fine with that. And sometimes I feel a little burned with that. And you know what's going to happen? And, you know, that's just how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Paul, you next? Yeah. Thomas writes in and says, since none of the Canadian teams are going to make the playoffs this year, do you guys want to start talk your hockey talk sessions a little early? Fuck no. I'm not talking about hockey. I'm <laughs> so angry. I don't follow hockey. So Why are you I'm angry so about hockey? Angry. Because, like, did, did you see what happened tonight? No. <laughs> no. The Canucks were winning. And then they threw it all in the third. <laughs> I mean, that's the Canucks. That's not the first time that's happened. No, that's Need I Canadian point out the teams. Vancouver Riots? I mean, that's just Canadian teams lately. Mm. They've been all so bad. But uh, I don't want to talk about it because I live in Calgary. And the Flames are fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Better than Edmonton, but that's not saying much. <laughs> or are we losing to Edmonton now? I don't even remember what the standings are anymore. You know, I don't either because I stopped. Like, I, I remember, like, I think two weeks off. ago on a stream, uh, the standing of Canadian teams came up, and I couldn't yeah. believe that, like, five of the, no, six of the bottom seven teams were Canadian. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. I, uh, when my, when, uh, my dad was down here, it was, uh, conveniently the same time as the Flames being in San Jose, <laughs> so we, we went to a hockey game to watch them play the Sharks. I, that was probably the first time I had been to a hockey game in like a solid 15 years. Yeah. Um, but they won, so I guess that was cool. There was a lot of people wearing blue, and every time the Flames would score, like six people would stand up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm glad we have that much representation down there. <laughs> yeah, there was actually a few people with Calgary jerseys, and I was just constantly like i wonder why you're here like why, why are you in san jose Teamsters. Like, i wonder if you're the wife of a player or like the brother <laughs> or something yeah maybe who knows yeah here's the yeah. standings uh bottom of the league up toronto edmonton yeah, of course. yeah vancouver columbus calgary where's where's columbus uh ohio ohio that's not canadian well i'm telling you bottom of the league up oh okay so, hey, so we're not last. We're like yeah. fifth last. Uh, Toronto, Edmonton, Vancouver, Columbus, Calgary, Winnipeg. Then it goes Buffalo and Arizona. Then it's Montreal and then Ottawa. Ottawa is currently the best team and they are currently 10th uh, worst in the league. Yeah. How many people are in the league or teams? Uh, aren't there like 30 something? I, I don't know. Yo, we're beating the Canucks though. That's all that matters. <laughs> I thought the only thing that matters is beating yeah, the Oilers. It, it looks like there's no, actually 30 teams in the league. Like, just fuck the Oilers. As far as I'm concerned, they don't exist. Okay. 
<laughs> fighting words. All right. Come at me. There's a, there's the hockey talk. I'll be in you next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to Edmonton for? Uh, grandma's birthday. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to be there in a month for Game Developer Expo, so. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Game Developer Expo up there? <laughs> they invited me to talk about streaming. I've never, I mean, even, I've never even heard of the Game Developer Expo. It's, it's, only their, it's only their second going. year. I'm surprised it exists. Okay. <laughs> it's only their second year, so. Are you guys going to um, the Calgary Expo? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's cool. I'm not, but. You hey, should. <laughs> no. Yo, what would it take for you to do it? What if we got top-down perspective panel? Oh I would my have God, no. Oh, I'd come up for that, but it would You'd have, have to, be, to come up for that. You're the host. I mean, we're all the hosts. No, like Sean, let's be real. I mean, like we're all the hosts. <laughs> You're the lifeblood, Sean. You uh, are literally top-down perspective on Twitch. <laughs> well, that's not true. I have my own. That's just that's the one I usually use. Oh, okay. That's the one connected. I, I mean, I don't stream. That's the thing. So I don't really have one for the most part. <clears throat> gotcha. Uh, Thomas has some more hockey stuff here. Also, when do you think the next time a Canadian hockey team is going to win the Stanley Cup and which one? I'm not as optimistic about Connor McDavid as most, but maybe Edmonton could get yet <laughs> another first round draft. Those are like nicotine to them at this point. And it's done them so much. Eventually, all these first-round picks are going to get them something. Yo, they're, playing, they're playing the long con, man. They're going to keep losing horribly every year until they have basically a new Detroit team. <laughs> That'd be amazing, though. Then they become a dynasty. The Edmonton dynasty, again, would be amazing. No, it wouldn't. It would be insufferable as a Calgarian. <laughs> okay, for us, it'd be annoying, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, if there's any Canadian team that probably has the best chance at this point, it would either be Ottawa or Montreal. Or Montreal. They've always been the strongest teams in Canada. I would love to see Toronto just do an upset and actually play once and just like win everything. I would love to see the Maple Leafs make it to the finals. That would be incredible. I know so many people that would actually lose their shit and take time off work because it's such a rare occasion. They're never going to see it again if it happens. I mean, what, we've already had Calgary get to the finals and then lose. We've had Vancouver get to the finals and lose. Montreal got close. They got to the conference finals and lost. Yeah. Within the past couple of years, yeah. So, I don't know. Whichever, I would. I think it's time for Toronto to stop being shitty. It would be nice. <laughs> the dream. Although as Calgarians, we can't talk right now. No, we can't. <laughs> we had we were so close last year, and by so close, I mean we got destroyed by Anaheim. But yeah. so I'm gonna like give a secret to all you Americans who think you're hot shit. The reason why your teams are doing so good is because your your dollar is worth more, and you're taking our players that were born here, and like this is where they cut their teeth, man. This is where they learn how to play hockey. Is in Canada. You're taking them away from us. Our national resources are gone. Thanks, America. Thanks, hockey Obama. players. Yeah, hockey players are national resource. That's why our economy is so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to wait a generation to get them back again. Yeah. we got to grow, grow the new crop. Yeah. It's been a stale year. Not a lot of rain. I don't know what the fuck that means. Let's move on, for the love of God. Not enough rain for the hockey rinks. <laughs> 
Shut up, John. <laughs> don't bring attention to my dumbassery. Shivani don't or donate. Shivani uh, on Twitter. I I thought it was a. I'm sorry. I'm. This is how my messages usually show up for donations. Shivani Shiv- donated a question. <laughs> Thank you for your question donation, Shivani. Shivani writes, which video game characters fit the most closely to your own personality? Oh, that's a real hard question. I mean, Sean is obviously a Sura. I was going to say, why don't we why don't we answer for each other? Okay, yeah. Also, there's no way I'm a I'm a Sura. That guy gets angry all the time. (laughs) John is Otacon. I was going to set John (laughs) as Sonic the Hedgehog. Wait, what? Uh, I'll, I'll maybe take Otacon, but Sonic? Don't you remember that one time where we were, where I went really fast? Where we <laughs> where you just had to keep going faster. <laughs> I couldn't stop. And then when we weren't going fast, you just like crushed your arms and were like tapping your foot. And it was like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, in the chat that Sean is Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that got me. Good you're the, the, you're the entire game, Sean. Congrats. <laughs> Who said that? Konagami, uh, you got Konagami. me. Konagami, you got me. <laughs> um, who would who would Paul be? That's uh, a good question. I'd actually like to know. I I have a character in mind, but I can't think of their name right now. So I'm trying to piece together. That guy from Resident Evil. What you buying? The shopkeeper. He's the shopkeeper. What are you buying? What are you selling? <laughs> That's the question. He was struck me more as Barry than anyone ever going Resident Evil. I was trying to think of a good Barry line, and there's so many. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick What one. is this? I'm hearing Paul is Wario. Paul would be Honey Pop. I guess you know apparently what? instead of video games, take your video games instead of characters. Uh, I'm hearing John is Mario, but Mario is the ref from Punch-Out. <laughs> <laughs> because I am, because for some reason I imagine that version of Mario would run a museum. Wow! Holy shit! Oh, it's getting like, hard to breathe from like laughing. Really funny, but the Mario as the ref from Punch Out. That's like super specific, and also just <laughs> a really shitty answer or character to be. It's like Mario when he retired from adventuring. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna stay in the ring. Yeah, like he got like an ad. Like he actually got a job. Like you, you have to, <laughs> you have to pay rent now. Got to pay okay. the bills somehow. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Michael writes in with the last question. Thoughts on the Leafy versus H3H3 oh. fight on YouTube that came out recently. I don't know what any of don't that Don't know anything I about don't, it. Don't care. I don't want to talk about it. YouTube that. drama right. is bad. Yep. And his second question is, um, also, are you guys doing anything for Easter this Sunday? Sleeping. Someone else also asked if Canadians have Easter. And yes, of course we have Easter. In fact, That's when it's, the Easter Bunny gives us all ice picks so we can dig our cars out for the spring. I was going to say it's a month earlier than American Easter, but no. that works too. That's pretty good too. Is it really? No. <laughs> oh my God. Sean, you lived here for like 18 years. Well, no, no I, but I don't know when American, if American Easter was different. It's based on Christianity. <laughs> I'm not Christian. Why Fair enough. That? Fair enough. Um, what I was going to say, though, is Canadians get uh, time off. They get a holiday because of it. I don't. 
And I keep saying to people like, why, if I, why don't we have Monday off? I don't want to come to work. It's Easter. But anyways, are you guys doing anything for, uh, for Easter? No. Yeah, I don't know. No. Are you doing an egg hunt? Nope. Nope. I wish, man. I wish. I might see what my nephews are up to, but other than that, I'm just That's chilling the thing, out at home. If you're not like a little kid or religious, I guess, like, like if you don't like follow your like practice, I guess I should say, you, you, it's like a non thing. What are you going to yeah. do? Like, you I made myself kid, an egg hunt to shit. find them all. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy that if you're a kid because it turns into nothing later. I mean, really, it's just, it's just an excuse to buy cheap chocolate for an adult. Like the day after. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even eat chocolate, so it's like nothing. It's really nothing for me. This is just a weekend. Which, don't get me wrong, I am stoked that it's the weekend. Yeah. All right. Um, that'll do it for questions. Uh, top Ten Perspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast, and the Facebook group. And John's P.O. Box are all great ways to send questions in or to donate a question um, to us. Those are the ways about going to do that. Uh, what are your guys' games of the week? King of Demons. I don't want to say the division, but it's probably that. Uh, mine is Quantum Break. Cool. Yeah, but that's not my final uh, response on Quantum Break, just for the record. Gotcha. Because I can't talk about that yet. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Bye.